0: Oh, this you crazy mother! All right, welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. My uh, co-producer is Darren Lafferty. He's a veteran of the food service industry, Um, and we're also joined by Chef Chris, uh, but chef and owner of Just Greek. We are recording here at Just Greek. It is actually uh, Friday as opposed to our typical Monday. Um, The reason for that is actually Monday we're booked for a commercial shoot, which is awesome. Yep. Um, It's great to kind of see that side of our business actually grow and start to expand. Um, So that's why we're moving it to a Friday. Thank you, Chris, for letting us set up here super early on a Friday. Good Friday morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, happy good Friday. You guys forgot your checkbook. You didn't pay me yet for this. It's in the mail. Oh, oh, checks, oh in the mail. checks in the mail. gladly pay you next Tuesday.
2: <laughs> for a five hamburger to seven, today. A hamburger. Five to seven business years, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's snail mail. That's how it works. And then if you could just hold the check when you get it. Oh, no problem. It's yeah, the Greek way. <laughs> I forgot to sign it, actually, so. <laughs>
0: Um, also, I just want to say a quick thank you to all the listeners. I know on uh, the post-production side of this, the audio hasn't always been uh, top-notch. Sometimes the editing is a little funky and nah. so forth. Um, I've also been to- told that the intro was blowing out some speakers a little <laughs> bit with that music. So um, thanks for sticking with us. If you're a first-time listener, please go back and listen to like episode one, which is uh, with Chef Ara of uh, Harlem Road Barbecue and um, Chef Arash with uh, beavers Uh, before there was another episode that was just up there from a previous thing that one's gone so it's it's an official cost of goods told episode one now so
2: i like to think we work within the parameters of our pay
0: of our pay (laughs) yeah Yeah, so we're
2: performing well above our pay grade right there we go (laughs) go.
0: (laughs) someone promised me that the the podcast would make Hundreds and hundreds of cents, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it's lived up to that. That makes so a lot so. of sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, but then also, I just want to say that if you want some more uh, content or if you want up to date content, uh, follow us on our social media pages. Mine is at cost of goods told, all one word. Darren's is Whitebeard Photography underscore TX. Yep. On, Instagram, uh, on or, Instagram. Or Texas
2: Food Review on Facebook.
0: Exactly. And there's a lot of great content on there. And I have the Facebook page as well, Cost <laughs> of Goods Told. And then if you want any of the other features, on three media.co uh for my website. So um, now that that's out of the way, we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, I think this is gonna be anywhere between a thirty and forty minute podcast of I just mean, an hour, tests, whatever, you know? yeah, whatever. we will take mean. it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: With Chris here it'll probably be longer. Yeah, wh- right. Hour and a half. That's yeah. right.
0: Uh, yeah, the post production side of bleeping out all the curse words. You <laughs> <Right. know? laughs> that's why I stopped doing you it. Start gotta, right? You start gotta run Euros. the extra minutes, man. You gotta run it. <laughs> start the extra making
2: pitas in Euros. That's it.
0: <laughs> I do want to hop into uh, Saturday, which was the, uh, Saturday, April 13th, which was the uh, Pitmasters kind of potluck and setup for the Houston Barbecue Festival. Yep. Yep. Uh, just an absolute fantastic time um, hanging out with all the Pitmasters. I know you got there kind of around the same time that I did, around the 5.30 mark <laughs> or so um and it really started to kick off i think once uh randy brought out the jello shots and everything you know so, so
2: let's give the listeners uh or or watchers let's give them a good so basically it's a night before the houston barbecue festival right? right uh it's a chance for the pit masters and their crew specifically their crews to come in set up their pits get the fires going you know kind of get situated where they need to be get a lay of the land because um, it's it's at the humble civic center which they've right. been there before but um they haven't been there in a year or so. Right. So where, where are all the facilities? Where what do we have access to? Things of that nature. And so it's just really a, a laid-back uh, get-together, right. but it's also their time to prep, right? And most of them, I think, have done prep before they get there, uh, but some of them not. So they're, they're getting after it. They're getting busy, and they're getting their smokers set up and running. And, and
0: Some of them don't have establishments where they can do the prep. You correct. Know? And so that, that was basically hq for them you yeah. know the, the whole setup was yeah. out there you yeah know, randy right. duncan set up a uh pit for his pig uh which was his grandfather's pit which was awesome they yeah. also rolled out nancy out there nancy the new moberg so they were out there all night yep uh patrick fiji's of fiji's barbecue uh, was out there with his whole hog i mean fighting that wind yeah. all night long um joey victorian Jim Buchanan of uh, Buck's Barbecue. Yeah. like They were all kind of camping out there while other guys were kind of rolling in the next morning or rolling in super late, you know, yeah. or just dropping stuff and off. I think a few know. others
2: that came in that now, Ronnie Killen, I don't yep. know if you mentioned him. Um, a corkscrew came in that evening with their smoker. Right. Uh, Russell from Regal's Barbecue and his wife rolled in that night. Man, it just yeah. actually, uh, Reveille was there setting mm-hmm. up. Uh, ten Roof. Root? They had their big setup. Rusty Buckles, Rusty Buckle came in that Rusty night. Rusty
0: Buckle was there because he brought the Gringo salsa.
2: Yeah, on and on and on. I yeah. mean, it just its, it's really cool to watch them coming in, literally with these giant, you know, rolling smokers. Right. And it's just cool. It's a cool setting. It's a cool vibe because everybody is friends from the barbecue community. So there's a lot of high fiving and chest bumping and and really, you know, kind of shit talking, if you will. Beep. There was a, there was a good <laughs>
0: amount. There was yeah. a good amount. Um. Yeah, because Lance Aker was out there with his food that's truck right. and everything, and that's his freaking right. handle of uh, what was it? No, it wasn't Grand Yeah, It was uh, water, water. It was water. Yeah, yeah so water, a big yeah. gallon of water. water. Yeah, I think so. that's what I saw. <laughs> I
2: still didn't hear what was in the Jello shots. Oh, I right? didn't try one. So oh, oh they were good. It they were like rolling them good. out about this about the time this old man was going to bed. <laughs> oh, so, gotcha. So uh, gotcha. I was like, hey, when the Jello shots come out, I know it's time to roll. Time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was all it was all good. It's like I said, it's. It's really cool. It's the first time we've been out there to visit, hang out, document, um, and just be a part of that scenario. And so uh, I greatly appreciate it. And I'd love to do it again year after year after year. Uh, I don't know, I went home about 10 o'clock, probably got in bed at midnight uh, after doing some photo editing and things of that nature. And then uh, we rolled back out the next morning. But it's just really the barbecue guys there, that are coming in the night before, that don't have brick and mortars, are are feeding each other, feeding their souls, you know, with, with, I don't want to say competition because it's not a competition at all. It's just a festival. Right. But um, they're close, and they never get to see each other because they're always working, always working. I mean, you know you're in the business too. And uh, when they do have some downtime, it's very little, which is spent with their families. And then they're back to prepping to reopen again. So they usually close on Monday, Tuesdays, usually. um, And then, man, they get a Monday off, and they go out and eat, or hang out or relax. And Tuesday, they're back prepping again for Wednesday Open. So it's a good chance for them all to get together for this festival, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, kind of on that, on that note, I know, like, Patrick is Monday through Friday type of thing. Yeah. Being inside, kind of corporate Greenway, hours, yeah. You know, Greenway Plaza and so forth. Most of the guys may take a Sunday off, but that's maybe 15, 20% of, the, of the guys. Yeah, you know? maybe. Um, so they may have a, a Sunday off, but I'll tell you what, just doing the video and the photography and so forth mm. Saturday and Sunday come Monday I was wiped I can't imagine what these guys are doing because some of them are right back at it you know yeah. and I was just like oh my gosh like if I'm dragging this much ass you know <laughs> just trying to get we maybe know, had and,
2: so the so the the footprint of this place right which is almost 30 barbecue folks so they were kind of spread out and if you think about a couple of football fields side by side let's maybe call it two or three football fields right, right. And we we ran back and forth end zone to end zone if you will out of countless times right and i burned a hole in my converse just trying to get back and forth uh so it was fun it was fun but it's a, it's a big footprint and so if they're running around doing the same thing just like we're doing it i was i was tired too i slept well i slept well I slept not enough either so you know you keep talking about a big footprint so are your converse <laughs> so so uh glad of you to notice <laughs> it's gonna be that type of podcast guys, just
0: so you know so um, so yeah, so Saturday was awesome. It was it was great to. I think uh, Buck's uh, spot just kind of became Grand Central Station where for everybody up, to yeah. just like yeah. drop everything. I mean, we had everything from beef ribs to the short ribs that Quee uh, from Blood Brothers was cooking, and I mean, he was he was rocking and rolling. man. <laughs> like everybody was sitting there, and um, there's I actually posted a video on it, so you can check that out on on YouTube. But you can see. Him setting up, getting the fire going, everybody just walking by. Be like, yeah, oh, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah. Um, in the video too, there's a quick uh, there's a quick section. It's just cool to see the interaction of the guys and them talking because you know how Patrick had his pit set up, how Randy had his pit set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of cool that uh, at one point Randy came over and was looking at uh, Joey Victorians of Victorians Barbecue. Uh, his his setup. And in the video, if you listen closely enough, you can hear Joey say, you ain't never cooked on No Offset Cooker, have you? And Randy's just kind of like, oh, no. You know? it's, just, it's awesome that they're all still like learning oh, from yeah. each other and, yeah, and yeah. just shooting the shit with each other. Um, because, I mean, you can attest to this. That's not necessarily a restaurant industry thing. I know in New England and so forth, it was super cutthroat when I was, like, learning about the restaurants and talking to chefs and so forth. I assume it's the same way, kind of, in Chicago. Oh, hell, yeah. You know, here in Houston, it may be a little (coughs) bit better, but, I mean, it's really hard to get industry guys (coughs) to kind of have... Sure.
1: There's no camaraderie. I've seen more camaraderie here than anywhere else that I've been, and when it comes down to food and guys cooking food... um. I guess it's our egos that say, no, mine's the best, no, mine's the best. And watching these barbecue guys, it's like laid back. Oh, try this, try that. Well, it may, be, it
2: may be ego too, but you guys know how hard it is to be successful in oh, the restaurant yeah. business, right? So you're, yeah. you're always fighting for dollars, right? Right, right. Uh, and consumers. And so, right. while, sure, there's, there's a certain amount of pride. You, you guys are both chefs. You would know there's a certain amount of pride in your food. You want people to enjoy it. And when it comes down to it, you put something side by side. You want to win. Of course, <laughs> but but on the flip side, on the business side too, it's extremely difficult. You're in a market with six million people, so you're constantly fighting for those dollars. So, so you know, I, I would say, you know, welcome to the game. I mean, it is what it is, right? The big show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, and then uh, you know, they just kept bringing over food over to to Jim's spot. You know, it was just a, it was just a ton of fun to just have everybody yeah. there, just just eating. And I mean, I think I ate not necessarily better than the festival but that was just so much fun and it was it was so un- so unique and it was just the guys just hodgepodging some stuff together as right. well so um and then we both got there early sunday morning for the festival probably not early enough but early yeah right yeah, yeah. some of the other guys were there really early yeah. I mean, you could you could see it on on a few of the guys yeah cause. yeah those pits were struggling with the with the weather. Thank goodness that windy. weather was Saturday, you know, because we had some rain and a ton of wind, yep. and then the temperature dropped like crazy. Um, Sunday, it seemed like you know the wind was still a bit of a battle, it wasn't half as bad, but you know at least temperatures were up a little bit more. Yep. Uh, but so got there early. A few guys were still rolling in. Like I know. Um, oh gosh, who was it? Now I can't think. I need. I need a. Well, blood, like y'all blood have. brother. So
2: half of blood, one third of blood brothers were there the night before. Right. Right. But I think they did most of their prep at the restaurant. Right. Um. So that the two thirds of their team were rolling in the next morning. Right. I forgot who else. I mean, I'm, I know I'm beavers with you.
0: rolled up that morning because yep. they weren't out there the night before. Um, and it was it was almost like that one corner of, I want to say, the veteran dudes, you know, kind of the, the older establishment. Wayne,
2: you know. Wayne and Gatlin's, or, Gatlin's. Gatlin's. That's it, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Gatlin's, you know, showed up that morning. Yeah. So it was cool to kind of reconnect and everything yep. super fast because these guys got to turn around, pound it out, you know. And,
2: and it would appear they did all their prep in the kitchen right. at, their, at their brick and mortar, right, because all his briskets were done. Now, he was grilling steaks and things of that nature that morning also. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if that was to feed his team. I don't know if those were appetizers. <laughs> they were delicious, no matter what they were <laughs> for. But they were they were definitely good. So.
0: Well, speaking of grilling, um, it was really cool to see Scott Moore uh, Jr. Uh, set up that whole yep. um, grill that he had uh, built on site. Cinder which was block. Really they cool. brought cinder
2: blocks, and they brought, uh, um, for lack of a better word, grill that yeah. they inserted in these cinder blocks. That's always cool, man. Yeah meet and fire. I mean, how can you go wrong? Right. You know?
0: Scott of uh, Tejas. Tejas,
2: yep. yeah. And his wife. Yeah, and his too. wife were there busting it out. And their brother. I mean, his brother. I mean, they were doing it. They were doing it. They were doing the dance. Right. It was beautiful. Uh,
0: so then they opened up the doors at noon for VIP. Yep. And I think, you know, it was funny because they said that they were going to do it for press and so forth. But honestly, I didn't see too much press there. I may be ignorant to who's <laughs> who, you know, because I just, I have a limited amount of time to freaking consume any media. So it's, you know, it's, it's really hard for me to identify too many people unless you're on my Instagram feed, like right. front and center. Sure. Um, but I didn't see too much like media, media that was, to be honest, getting some of the access that like you and I were getting. Um, and a few other of the, the smaller, I w I don't want to say smaller bloggers, but the guys who aren't part of bigger establishments. And that was really cool to kind of see them interact with the pit masters as well and, and get their photos and their videos. Um, now I know some guys did one menu for VIP for the VIP. And then there was another, um, menu for the uh, general mission, general mission. Yep. Uh, but some of it carried over and, and so forth. Um, did you get to try everything? Because I didn't get Man, to try everything. Man, you know, so. I
2: was talking to some of the organizers of the event, J.R. Cohen and, and J.C. Reed and Michael Fulmer, and they were like, hey, how was everything? How would you try? You know, what would you get? And I'm like, you yeah, know, there was almost 30 vendors, as we've said before. I may have tried five dishes. Oh, I mean, that's it. the lines were long. Not that we wait in line, right, because we're taking pictures and we're up close and personal, but, I mean, you're, you're getting the best possible pictures you can get, best possible video you can get, and you're moving on to the next one because it's so rapidly changing, right? They're constantly in a different process of uh, preparing, serving, starting all over again, preparing something else, serving. It's 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 a super cool, fast-paced event, just like you would think a kitchen would be, right? Uh, but out in the open. right? And so to answer your question, I maybe tried five things. I think I tried. And most of it was a, a – maybe one ingredient in an entire dish like hey here's some beef rib that's going to go with this sauce which is going to go with this radish which is going to go in this Hawaiian sweet roll bun I'm like
0: I'll just have the beef for now (laughs) I
2: mean I'm literally running from booth to booth right taking pictures so
0: I think I I think it was kind of the same thing for me as far as what was plated yeah you know I think I had maybe five but every time I'm walking around somebody's putting something together and like hey man try this or like you know someone's pulling off you know a sausage or whatever like hey man try this you know uh so that was kind of cool that it was i may not have tried what everybody else had yeah but i got to sample a a, a ton of different stuff and it was just so much fun to see what they were putting out there's some but there's
2: some first timers too like i haven't been to revelry barbecue right right and um i mean literally they were telling they were telling me while i was standing there with my camera i guarantee you this is the best brisket you've ever eaten and i'm thinking (laughs) i've eaten a lot of brisket uh, that's a big call to action right there. Right. Okay, cut me some. And I told him, I like the lean, but he cut me moist. It's the best bite of brisket I had all day. <laughs> and then I reminded him, but I like lean. So right. he cut me a piece of lean. And we're not talking little pieces. I mean, we're talking about, you know, a half-inch thick piece of brisket. I now like moist, based on Reveille's <laughs> Barbecue that they told me would be the best. And it was the best brisket I had all day. Right. Um, but but those those that's what's cool about this event is, if you've never been, it's an opportunity to try up to 30 restaurants that some maybe you've had, maybe you haven't, for a flat fee. Right. And you can just keep going back until they run out. And some did. Some did run out. Right. Right. Uh, but it's it's super economical. And there's, I, and there's a lot. You get a ticket. And I hate to jump forward. But no, no, no. The event is you buy a ticket, right, in either VIP or general admission. There's, a, I think, a beer ticket or two in, included in that. There's free entertainment. There was a band that played the entire time. Right. The weather was absolutely gorgeous. And then you get to jump from booth to booth to booth as many times as your feet will allow you and your belt, your stomach, <laughs> to get all this phenomenal barbecue, which then maybe leads you, leads you back to go back for more barbecue in the future to their brick-and-mortar or their trailer or, or whatever, right? But it's, it's, a, it's a huge event. Seventh annual was this year, right? and I thought it was a huge success. It's the first time I've been. Well, I've been to you smaller <laughs> events, right, the throwdowns, <laughs> mm-hmm. but never the festival. And uh,
0: th- I think when you talk about the price point and so forth, you could easily spend – $50, $60. You alone, know, for, you easy. Know, Alone, just at one spot. You yep. know? So it was great that, yeah, there were lines. The lines were moving fast and efficient, I thought. Yep, um, It didn't seem like anybody was waiting too long in lines. There, mm-hmm. There's a few guys who obviously form a line, but man, they know it and they're, they're, sure. they're pounding it out. The food was phenomenal, I thought, in that they were taking kind of stuff that they may not do in their brick and mortar sure. there was a couple guys who stuck to their classics there mm-hmm. was a couple guys who stuck to you know their their bread and butter <clears throat> um and and I, you know we're not going to play favorites for you know like which barbecue joint is our favorite of you course you said you thought reveille uh did the best i actually thought brett executed uh one of the best briskets out there okay that being said I only sampled, you know, That's so right. many, That's right. you know, um, I, but with the elements that they were battling, with the different things that were going on, obviously this is different than if you were to go into their brick and mortar or right. their establishment and try it. But I really thought Brett executed fantastically I, I on his on his brisket. All of
2: them seemed to do extremely well based on the lines, right? Cuz right. the lines didn't, it didn't form a line and then they were done. I mean, this thing was 4 hours long, right. right? So they went lines never stopped. And I think there was close to 2000 people. Six hundred oh, yeah. is VIP and fourteen hundred is general admission. Right, right. Uh, but this anyways, is one of their bigger ones. You this know? is one. This is probably the biggest so far. I, again, I haven't been before, but it was well organized. I didn't see any trip ups. Um, there was a shaded area with beanbag toss with with restrooms and such. Okay. There was um, there was a beer stand over there. Hmm? I mean, so there's beer inside, beer outside. There's only a couple of vendors peddling anything, meaning trying to sell stuff. Like there was a seasonings and spices. There was a, a hot sauce. Hot sauce yeah. um, there may have been one other that I can think of. So not a lot of um, what am I looking for? Not a lot of crap to worry about, right? right? The focus was on barbecue and not. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, can we set up a booth and sell
0: something? Hi, can I sell you green uh, Green Mountain Energy? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, get yeah, the yeah. hell out of here. I'm That's not right. at a mall, man. That's you know, right. I'm here to have barbecue. Or even yeah.
2: at A T V. right? They said, let what about up now.
0: These
1: barbecue guys uh, were they all talking? What kind of Smoke they're doing flavors, anything like that. Not
2: openly, but I, those guys are not shy about telling you they're using post oak, or they're they're slow slow and low, or hot and fast. I mean, they're they're pretty open books.
0: I I thought that that was cool to see too. I you know even Ronnie was you know yeah. being pulled aside by just. The average person, not even the VIPs, like people are just, hey, can I get a photo? Hey, can I talk to you real quick? You know, and he was super open, and th- th- that's a guy that I think a lot of people are going to I agree. to recognize and so forth. But I saw Patrick inner you know, Patrick of Fiji's barbecue, you know, interacting with a ton of people because he had that big hog, you know, that yeah. he was chopping up. Yeah. Um, Every single one of these guys, and, and we've heard it from the barbecue community too, some of these guys got their start by communicating with someone at a festival or at a pop-up or, yeah. or something like that. So they, they may not be talking too much shop, but you know it, it seemed like because they're just not they've got to focus on getting a ton right. of food out, but when they had the moments, they were taking the moments to talk to people, which was really cool. The other
2: thing I, I thought I want to go back to Ronnie for a second. Ronnie Killen. the right. other thing I, I've not met him before uh just because of proximity where we are where he lives and where he works and but he was out there man and he was openly friendly like you said so was his son yes he was out there with his fiance but what was really refreshing about it, he did he did some smoke meats he had a big smoker out there he was doing smoke he also did fried chicken right i mean
0: did you get to try it i didn't get i to try did it. oh you lucky bastard and,
2: and <laughs> Only because my wife came, too, and she was like, oh, oh, they have fried chicken down there. I'm like, what? Fried chicken? I didn't <laughs> see fried chicken. So we had some. Super crispy. Great salt to it. It was really good.
0: That's not an easy setup out there with the wind No, we had two, two electric
2: fryers out there or gas fryers out there going at it. I mean, so he did some smoke, right? He did, he did barbecue, but he also did fried chicken. I thought, man, that was super cool. That think, was really good.
0: I think one of the things that really surprised me was um, Rusty Buckle. Uh, he did the, what is it, redneck sushi? I saw that. Yeah. Uh, but the bacon wrapped ribs just came out phenomenally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just something that I thought, oh, bacon wrapped rib. You know, like okay, you throw bacon on anything. But it, uh-huh. it was it was relatively unique. Did you get to try it? I have pictures of it, but I didn't get to try it. Oh man, that was that was one that knocked my socks so, off. Tell right? me,
2: was it a sweet sauce? It, it, was it wasn't
0: it? super sweet. It almost had like a spiciness to it. But the bacon, it, it almost it almost had closer to like like a pancetta type of okay. taste to it. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't overly salty. You know, it wasn't it wasn't too <laughs> predominant and i I'd, I'd have to ask him exactly what he did but um you you brought your your wife yeah. my parents actually got to come out as well um and i mean that was just something where my mom's not a big bacon type of person hamburger helper mom just (laughs) hashtag hashtag hamburger helper (laughs) she's gonna kill me i mean it was so cool to kind of see them interact with the food too because i see it from my side yeah but it's it's really fun to kind of see you know your parents kind of experience something different and and get to show them something different because that's what they've done to me my whole life you know introducing me to different things introducing me to different cultures and food it was kind of cool to be like hey you know come over here you know and and, and talk to the guys or hey you know right. you need to try this and, and them saying oh no not that piece let's try this piece you know and and so it that that was just a it was such a just a wonderful event you know um all around and family friendly
2: too like it wasn't super crazy family
0: friendly um, from jr to the whole team that put it on yeah uh i just think from start to finish it's it's been phenomenal who's jr yeah right <laughs> <laughs>
2: one of your regular customers oh, oh uh, that's he jr he's a, he's,
0: he's got to be a certain line item on 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 he, your uh he does your, yeah. <laughs> he does
1: it's a secret sandwich that you gotta ask for <laughs> everything is xxl when he walks in <laughs> right <laughs> and, and the secret sandwich is. We talk
0: about somebody who's super supportive oh, yeah. of, of everything. You know, establishments like this, you know, the barbecue establishments, you know, who's introduced us to so many people. Yep. Um, you know, it's from the pitmaster's dinner to leading up to the potluck to the to the festival it's just it was just executed super sure. well and i know that that's a ton to and coordinate. i think that
2: team there and there's probably five members all together mm-hmm. we probably haven't met or don't interact enough with the others right uh but they do a phenomenal job and, yeah. and at least they did this year again i haven't been before nothing compared to but if that's the way it's run every year that's fantastic. They did a great job.
1: Well, I was supposed to be there. Shafara agreed for me to be on his team, but we were too busy that last weekend.
2: Well, yeah. There you go in the restaurant business. There we go again. And
1: <laughs> I, w- I was pissed uh, that I couldn't make it because I really wanted to see what would have been my first huge barbecue experience in Texas, not alone the backyard. Well, next year. You just, next year, you're going to have to just shut down on that day. Just shut down. That's or take a day do. of vacation. I'm going to take it. I'm going to tell junior he's got (laughs) to run it. (laughs) You're going to switch seats
2: with him. He's going to come to the restaurant and you're going to come.
1: And I'll wear the big 10-gallon Jr. Ewing hat. The 4-gallon or the 10-gallon? (laughs) 10-gallon.
0: Well, awesome. Well, we'll cut it here real quick for for part one, and then we'll uh, we'll be right back with uh, part two.
2: Uh, Stay tuned for a message from Duke's Premium Meats, our sponsor. Thank you.
0: Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is your one-stop shop for premium quality meats delivered right to your doorstep. Delivering all over the United States, Duke's Premium Meats offers you the best in quality by personally working closely with local ranchers and butchers. Duke's Premium Meats offers everything from fillets and lobster tails, to heart-shaped ribeyes, to Texas-raised Wagyu brisket. Get amazing meat delivered right to your door by using Duke's Premium Meats. Visit their site at www. DukesPremiumMeats.com.
2: Hey, uh, welcome back to Cost of Goods Told. Uh, We are on part two uh, here at Just Greek with the owner Chris Nicholas. You said that so nicely. They they call me the White Barrier White. (laughs) (laughs) That's a (laughs) total lie. Welcome to Cost of Goods Told. Thanks for joining. I know it's early. Uh, you guys are getting set up for the day. We asked you to, to come in a little bit early, which you uh, gladly cussed us out for. You asked me
1: for 745. I told you 747.
2: You were here at 730, damn it. <laughs> I don't like to be late. Oh, so, that was early. But thanks for having us. We appreciate the spot. And, we love having you. Uh, food is great here. We're going to get into who you are, what you do. But the food is actually really good here. Um, I've been eating here for about uh, 18 months or so. Yeah, Bob. Best French fries in the city of Houston, bar none. I'll tell them your secrets, so don't don't piss me off. But they, don't tell my secret, please.
0: <laughs> but if you do want to see the background on Just Greek, we do have a Cost of Goods Told web series episode. Yeah. Uh, you can see that on uh, YouTube. Just search for Cost of Goods Told, or you can go to On Three mediaco uh, and it's right there. And it just kind of does a quick summary of your background, how you got into you know how you got into the space, what you know kind of brought you to Houston and everything. So um,
2: you want to do that now too. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, he was plugging himself on YouTube. but did. <laughs> <do>, <laughs> guilty. Guilty pleasure. Hey, so Chris,
0: tell yes, us yes. tell <laughs> us who you
2: are. Chris Nicholas, tell us who you Chris are. Chris
1: Nicholas, I'm from Chicago. I've been down here in Houston about two years. I wouldn't change it for the world. Hmm. Um, it does get a little hot for us Chicagoans. <laughs> but, um, it, it's great out here. Um, I like the foodie scene that is uh, coming to surface with some really good food out here, really good restaurants. Um, I like all the camaraderie in the restaurant industry that I'm seeing. I've run in, I've been to a couple shows um, where every restaurant person got together and actually taught. Uh, We're not used to that up north because everybody's trying to copy everybody. Um, And they're trying to cut each other's throats. But that's another series.
2: Well, one thing I failed to mention, but I think is is definitely worth bringing up, is Allison Cook is also a big fan of your restaurant. Can you tell us what that means? Yes, she is. Um, We love Allison
1: Cook. She showed up here, I don't know, three, four times incognito. I didn't know who Allison Cook
2: was. <laughs> no, you incognito. That's because you didn't know who she was. And she had a wig on <laughs> no, with like a chin a strap. W- <laughs> she had a wig on, a chin strap, and a
1: 10-gallon hat. <laughs> you sure that wasn't JR? Yeah, I'm positive. <laughs> Now, Allison, I didn't know who Allison was. And first time she came here, uh, she ordered, sat by herself, read a book. Uh, second time she came... She ordered, and we talked shop a little bit. She was asking about recipes, how we do things. And, of course, my arrogance um, wouldn't tell her all the (laughs) ingredients. Because you didn't know who she was. I didn't know who she was. So I was extremely arrogant and told her I'd have to kill you if I told you all the ingredients. Well, i bet that went over well. She started laughing. (laughs) Third time, um, third and fourth time, I think it was a fourth time, I was talking with some local Greeks, Um, that actually uh, supply us with olive oil. She overheard me talking with him and how important the olive oil has to be um, and the quality of oil. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was really impressed by that, said thank you when she left. She was asked a couple more questions, if I remember. And then all of a sudden, she shows up one night with her friends. And another good sign. Another, another good, good sign. And they brought wine, and <clears throat> they had a good old time. And she invites uh, my sister and I to the table for some wine. And we start talking, and we're laughing, joking around. And she goes, oh, by the way, I'm the food critic. And for I never placed two and two together. For Allison, who? She's the food critic for who? For uh, uh, the Houston Chronicle. Okay. And, and I looked at her, and I said, isn't everybody a food critic today? <laughs> and she just stared at me Smart like,
2: Smart-ass chef, as usual. You, you,
1: you really don't know who I am? And I said, no. And then it dawned on me. I said her name in my head, Alice, and I said, oh, shit. <laughs> and I said, time to go. Right, and
2: right. Exit stage left. <laughs>
1: Exit stage left. And she was just wonderful to be with. It was she, she picked up ingredients and flavors and realized uh, how much uh, heart we put into it um, and how important it is for, for us as our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Greek culture has been somewhat bastardized, I won't say how much, in, in the United States, and there's really a lot more to our food then just the pastizio and panacopita and all that stuff. We, we re- we're really into our meats. Um, yes, it's barbecue. It's not Texas-style barbecue. Um, but it is barbecue, and we're into it 110%. Yeah. Cooking flesh on a grill with no
2: problems. And when you're talking barbecue, you're talking like you know the, the spit, the vertical spit. The vertical
1: spits, uh, vertical rotisseries. The, the grill itself, our marinades, um, it, we're not very saucy on our barbecues. Most of our barbecue, you could say is a dry rub, like the gyros is all dry rubs. The, I've, I've kind of gone to the right on marinating my meats to keep moisture. Uh, We do have different meat quality here in the United States versus Greece. And here we raise our animals for primal cuts. Mm -hmm. Out in Greece, they raise it for the animal. So they'll cook whole hog, whole lambs, whole goats. Um, So they look at the big picture of the meat. Out here, since we have to do primals, um, I've taken it one step further by marinating meats to, to ensure moisture and proper sear yep. um, to retain that moisture.
2: And, it, and I, I make sure it's got enough flavor in it. So. I want to I point out, to make sure that everyone understands too, you're not buying meat that's already stacked on a spit. No. You're, you're hand stacking it yourself, sometimes two to three times a day. Correct. Right? Correct. So when you talk about... I've, I've taken extra steps to make sure there's moisture in the meat and the seasoning and the color. Correct. You're actually mixing the meat, seasoning the meat, stacking the meat, not buying a pre-made. Correct. No. And just our, it.
1: Our unf- we We bring in the Chicago-style gyros out of Chicago like everybody else does. But we do a hand-stacked pork. That hand-stacked pork, I've always got on hand, two stacked in the cooler, marinating gotcha. in the dry rub. And playing with fat ratios to keep the meat moist. Um, In Greece, uh, a a pork Euros is commonly made out of pork belly. Some mix it with pork shoulder, pork belly. We're doing 100% pork shoulder out here, and I'm bringing in the fat count by using the outer caps um, because we we make bacon out here, you know pork belly, mm-hmm. and it's expensive in the market. Right. I couldn't charge you fifteen dollars for euros. <laughs>
2: I'd love to, but um, so yeah, that's hand stacked. Um, There's a great attention. I think a great attention to detail here. That because this isn't fast food. No, right? this no. is. I. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I would call this Greek comfort food. It is, and it's more authentic. Then if you were to go through a drive-through and pick up a euro from, and I'm gonna throw it out there like a Arby's or people that want to do Greek, right? When Greek's on trend, I thought Arby's sold real euros, man. Oh. <laughs> they're hey, they're real to some people. Oh yes, yes, correct. But but my point is, you guys are doing old some of these some of these techniques are old school. The hand stacking of the euros is old. School. Great amount of pride and and some of the appetizers that you're making. Uh, correct. I mean, you're making your own. Look, it's easy to buy things frozen, and you could easily do that. And maybe save a penny or two here and there. But you're not. You're making your own French fries.
1: No, we're making our own French fries. Uh, they're double fried. We're doing our own tzatziki sauce with uh, real authentic Greek yogurt that's brought in from Canada. And it's in, this yogurt that we're bringing in is made the old, old world way. Yeah. It's, it's not what you find on your grocer's shelf. This is the real type of yogurt that you would find in Greece. And you're includes.
2: buying imported Greek olives. Yes, right? imported, imported feta. Imported feta. Imported olive oil. Which, again, to, to the point of authentic or authenticity, or you, you actually just care about your heritage and your culture and what people eat and what you represent, you're, you're spending the extra money to make it happen. Correct. And it, correct. it comes through in,
0: in, in leaps and bounds. I mean, you know, just the olive oil alone, you know, if you're used to, like, a extra virgin olive oil, it doesn't have the meat of, like, a, a Greek olive oil. As no. You know, same thing with, like, the feta and so well, forth. Well, <laughs> the,
1: the, this isn't a watered-down olive oil, and it's not a mixed olive oil. It's 100% extra virgin Greek olive
2: oil. And and just to keep you honest, this is a family-owned and operated business. Your sister yes, works here. My sister slaves here with me. <laughs> she is
1: co-owner. You used, of just have, you used
2: to have a life before you opened this place up. I think. Uh, well, it all depends what you call life. I mean, you have just some downtime. I mean, you guys don't close. You're open seven days a week. Yeah, seven days a week. Yeah. So tr- again, true to your heritage. Workaholics. Yeah, yeah,
1: yes, Greeks are. Yeah. We're, we're not very bright people when it comes
2: to that. <laughs> you're, but you're very handsome. So, I mean, oh, it's a good trade-off. <laughs> thank you, sir. You can pay me later. But, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the check's in the mail. The check's <laughs> in the mail. I
1: forgot to sign it. So, what, where are you guys located? We're here, 11325 Katy Freeway between Wilcrest and Kirkwood. Yep, on the south side. On the south side of, uh, of I-10. And we're in a little shopping mall, a little white shopping mall with blue tiles on it. Looks Greek, too. Um, and we're here to serve you.
2: That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, so definitely what, stop by for sure. What about like, social media? Where can they social find? media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just Greek, J-U-S-T-G-R-K.
1: Yes, sir. Kay. Yes, sir. And website? You got a webpage? Yes, sir. JustGreek.com.
2: Excellent.
0: Wonderful. Well, this has been an awesome episode. I know we've kind of gone from one spectrum with the barbecue, you know, then talking here, but that is kind of the direction that we're going to go. Uh, Chris will definitely have you on the podcast again for sure. Oh, thank you. Anybody you want to shout out to before we sign off? Exactly. Any thank yous, any?
1: I want to say thank you to J.R. Cohen for recognizing us on his first trip here. We were slammed for the first time on a Friday night. It was an early opening. And Jr. showed up with his posse, kids, parents, wife, the dog was missing. (laughs) And he walks up to the counter and says, can you come to my table and tell us your menu while we're whacking away back there? I just slammed. And I gave him a look out of the corner of my eye, and I said to my sister in Greek, I said, is he fucking insane?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I want
1: to say thanks, JR. And he's been a good friend ever since.
2: Oh, he's been a good friend he obviously all enjoyed the way you read the menu, and, and he's been back he, Yes, dozens he, of times.
1: He, dozens. It's like four days a week, JR. I didn't say that on air.
2: <laughs> you may want to give a big uh, verbal hug to Allison Cook. You did talk about your story with Allison Cook. But yes. But I think she was instrumental in helping you lift you guys up. And give you a platform. She was very,
1: very instrumental. She was very kind. And her verbiage was incredible in the description of the food. Well, I'm looking at that write-up on the wall over there. Because yeah. it was, it, her write-up was as passionate as I felt, as I, we feel about our food. So it was a good representation of how you feel about your own business. Very much so. Very much so. So, Allison, we love you, baby. <laughs> Come back and try the Greek. burger. You gotta come try the new menu coming soon. (laughs) Very cool. So oh yeah, you said burgers. Yeah. We got a hell of a burger on the menu. You do have a hell of a Greek burger. Yeah, have you tried it? I have tried it. How many times? Twice. Oh damn it. See
0: I had I had the R and D version of the burger. You did. I'm super excited to try it. And you know what what does
1: R and D mean? The
0: the research and development one. Uh,
1: Yes, but that was the 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 R and (laughs) D meaning. Of, of, train wreck, because you had the train wreck.
0: It wasn't a train wreck. It was a train wreck because
1: J. R. Cohen turned around and said, "This thing sucks."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he had one version. I had a different one. You did. You did. And the one that I had had the toasted feta and everything, and the schmear, right? And it was well. Right
1: now, right now we're using a new meat. Okay. So we're using a, a, a. three-meat grind, which their whole muscle grind, which is New York Strip, Chuck, and Eye of Round. And it's the whole muscle, not just trimmings. So this thing, in essence, could be called a steak burger. And it's an eight-ounce patty. And that's why Cohen comes four times a week. (laughs) Three times he's eating a burger. Fourth time I'm putting pork on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, I
0: think, I think the one time I came in, and this is just a testament to, to how true you are to your food and so forth, the, the meat just wasn't up to snuff no. for the burger. So you said, I'm not giving you that, and you gave me everything and the kitchen sink. Everything you know? else that we had. Oh, man, it was freaking fun. It was just a hodgepodge. of. I, I, the only way to call it is the maniac because it, it was just insane what was all in there. But with it being so full of different meats, you know, a little bit of sauce and, and, and different things, it actually was cohesive all the way through, which was really cool. So um, I don't know what you call that. And if somebody could come in and just say, hey, all the You mania-
1: <laughs> See, Greeks, Greeks will pile a ton of food onto a plate, onto a table, and invite people to come around and eat. We don't hold our food and say, this is mine. We say, here, this is yours. <laughs> this is yours. That's why I keep coming back. Eat, yeah. eat, eat, eat. <laughs> and then good conversation falls in with it.
0: Yeah. And your BYOB, which is yes. awesome. I yes. love that. Yeah, I love that. My with mistake. no
1: fees. I can care less how much you drink. Just eat. Yeah, no cork,
2: no corkage, no, no glass, no, I love No, it. we
1: even supply a corkscrew and plastic, uh, uh, special plastic cups for your wine for your fancy for your fancy
2: folks. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's cool, man. It, look, it's a great spot, and so Thank we're you. looking forward to having you on the full hour. Thank you for having us this morning. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on your awards. From, Thank you. Uh, being recognized, and uh, we'll see you again soon for sure. You guys, got it. Happy I, Easter, man. Now go back there and make our breakfast. Now, <laughs> how do you want
1: them eggs upside down? <laughs> no, no, I want a burger. I oh, didn't come for
0: the eggs. Sorry. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, thank you, everybody who's listening and watching. Um, please like and subscribe to, to the Cost of Goods Told podcast on, on YouTube. Uh, find us wherever you find your podcasts. Five-star ratings always help. Um, and any messages or anything like that, just shoot them our way. Follow uh, both Darren and I, Cost of Goods Told, on Instagram, on Facebook, at Photography underscore TX on Instagram, and also follow his uh, Facebook page, Uh, Texas Food Review. There's a ton of great uh, information on there and um, awesome Photographs of everything and write ups and so forth. Thank you, so, thank you. Uh, Chris, thank you once again. Thank you. Um, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Duke's Premium Meats, and then just a special shout out to Jr. who has just been instrumental in absolutely all of this and has just been a, a huge supporter of everybody in this in this community. So, Jr., yeah. we
2: love you. <laughs> oh my God, Man Crush
0: Friday! But listen,
2: and, and so that's a great sign off. But I just do want, I do want to re- remind everyone that we've got upcoming. Oh, we've so. got a list of attendees that we we're targeting and we feel confident about corkscrew barbecue jersey bagels um uh ragels uh Killen's barbecue uh man it's just this i can't remember them all from the top of my head but right. but it's it's growing and uh, people enjoy the show so just stay tuned we got a lot of good stuff coming
0: yeah and, and and thank you to everybody who's who's coming on and, and a spe- and a special thank you to to the guys who were on super early when it was like hey look i got 100 subscribers or whatever yeah. you know yeah, so yeah. now that we've grown and everything so we we've, we've got a lot ahead of us and i'm super excited and um man we're gonna we're gonna have to do that burger hop or something and uh definitely make come sure we get, get chef Far
1: over sure. here to cook armenian coffee
0: hell yeah well, because he's off on Monday, so it's perfect. He's off on it's
1: got I gotta have the Armenian coffee to argue with him about Greek coffee. <laughs> why Greek coffee's better? Oh man, Greeks be a, love a good argument. Uh, got two and hour and Ar- Armenians do. <laughs> But see, Ara might boil his three times. I boil mine six,
2: Chef, So you know, <laughs> no matter what, it is it's twice. <laughs> it's twice double.
0: They're not even like in front of each other. Right, the shit talking's right. already happening. It's perfect, man. Well,
2: thanks for joining us today on Cost of Goods Told. Uh, happy Happy Easter happy to Easter. all you. Be safe. Until the next show, we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thank you.